Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Tonight, um, we actually have Darren Spellhog, who I teach with, for those in North Dakota that know Darren. Um, We're really excited to have him and have him talk about his plant myth books. He is very excited, too, as you can see. He's been begging us to be on the podcast, so now is his chance. Um, so, Darren, why don't you start out by introducing yourself and um, giving a little bit of information about the program that you teach in. My name is Darren Spellhog, and one fun fact about me is that I'm real excited that these two promised that they weren't going to edit any of this. They were just going to play it as is, straight to the internet. Do not and... make us regret this. <laughs> we have been looking for a way to have Darren on the podcast. He used to listen. And then he just got behind. When's the last time you listened? Last weekend, I started listening again. Um, I think it was Unlucky Number episode 13 is where. You only have like 98 episodes to go or something. I'm going to get right on that. It gets better. I promise you from episode 13. It gets better. Okay. Well, I can't get much worse. (laughs) Stop it. Anyway, we have been like trying to find a time to have Darren on the podcast and looking for something special and Darren kept saying like we would find nothing worthy of our podcast and we did so before you get into that many people know about the program but highlight a few things that are unique about your program well I'm I'm on number 1a now where do I teach are we (sighs) yep I know how much you like to follow the rules, Nikki. I'm not going to not follow your rules. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I teach in, at Wapton High School with the Southeast Region Career and Tech Center with Brianna. Um, we see, I don't know, we, we have just over 300 FFA members. Um, it's I know, pretty unique. We just expanded our building here in the last couple of years. It's been pretty awesome. Um, we have a very unsuccessful aquaponics farm. But gosh darn it, we're learning a whole bunch of ways to not raise fish. Um, we have a food science or egg processing lab. Uh, we've got a sweet egg mechanics and engineering facility as well. And maybe the only fireplace in an egg department in North Dakota. I'm not sure on that one, but I think that might be true. Probably a safe assumption. It's pretty sweet. Those rocks were hand selected. Um, it's very artistic. Stop by if you have the chance. There you go. You have an open invite to in-person visit Darren. Um, he's going to highlight his plant myth busters activity, which I'm excited to hear about um, because Darren always makes fun of people who do quote unquote arts and crafts. So I think that although he hates arts and crafts, he does like to get creative and here it is. The plant myth buster activity. So just a brief overview, airplane uh, view. What is what is this activity? Uh, 
Um, it's a real quick activity that doesn't involve arts and or crafts. Um, but I've used it as a semester final for my horticulture class uh, where the students researched common plant myths and bust them as the TV show used to do. There, now I'm done talking to you on the airplane. I'm gonna put my headphones in and read a book. <laughs> um, well, and Darren does have a sign in his office too that says um, zero days since last doing arts and crafts. So we'll, we'll keep that in mind too. Um, I also have a sign that says second in command because I don't know who Brianna places above me. She might have implied herself. I don't know. <laughs> yes, it is me. Um, no, but so what are some of the other, like, what are some of the myths, I guess, that you have for this activity? Yeah, open it up. Open up the document. No, I had it open. I, pro I promise I had it open. I had it open. I know I had it open. Um, like I can, I can share teacher also has 15 other things open. Yeah, you have no idea. Um, there's also a few probably on sticky notes around my office as well. Um, I'll send you pictures of those <laughs> so that you can include them in your document. Um, okay, so I, the first one here, like I, when my mom was always transplanting, I said, oh, I shouldn't say that because she's definitely going to listen to this. Um, but we always used to put rocks in the bottom of the pot. Right, so that's supposed to help with drainage, but is that actually necessary? Does that actually help or does it hurt? Um, and there's other common things like people covering pruned areas with tar. Um, you shouldn't use tap water for plants. Um, you can water some or should water some plants with ice cubes, that sort of thing. Um, so it really covers a whole bunch of different growing situations or just other things that people do like that they may be real don't. world i mean like they're probably seeing some of these at home maybe probably like i don't know like um plants in your window is that like are there certain plants that should only be grown inside or yeah you're right okay um so what i mean what do you like about doing something like this for your final well i don't like grading tests um <laughs> that's honest <laughs> well i mean I, I think it does I, I i'm a big fan of doing a, a final for a, a project as a final rather than a test because i think it puts things into practice um i would rather see kids pull from what we've learned about for the last four months and apply that to actual questions and share with their classmates than answer a b c or d and then we start taking care of plants in the spring so it's a nice warm-up for that do you actually have them test them out or are they researching it like online or how do you kind of set up that part of it? This particular project is, is researched online. Um, we do start the spring semester with a plant research topic. And so some of them may uh, choose to do something related to the myth they were researching earlier is some basic research. Um, but for this, it's 90 minute testing block. We do it and present it. So it's, it's pretty quick, pretty, um, pretty much just internet research. So it's all individual based though. So they're going to research all the myths or no, they're going to pick with, they pick their own myth myth. Okay. And then they're going to share it with the rest of us. So I don't know, depending on the size of the class, like when I started this kids could be exempt from final. So I need, I only need like four myths. It's kind of neat, um, but it's, that's kind of expanded since then. Yeah. Are there, 
do you find kids get like really engaged and like really bought into the myth they've chosen and yeah i mean i, I you're, I've, I've definitely been surprised by some different students reactions you know some that you wouldn't expect are you know knee deep and well, no, gosh darn it. There's some scientists out there that says that I should not put rocks in the bottom of this pot. The roots aren't going to get choked. It's ridiculous. You know, I, I haven't gotten any pictures of kids dumping out their potted plants over Christmas break, but, you know, it sparked interest, sure. Is that another um, indication for your mom to take the rocks out of her plant at home? I, I like, I should. She's got plants that are older than me, so I shouldn't talk. <laughs> Maybe she's doing something right. She must be. She, well, I'm sure. It's, it's, I don't think it's that. I mean, some of these are pretty tame. Like, not, some of these are not that big of a deal. Like, it doesn't matter if you use too big of a pot. They probably won't die anyways. Sure. So you mentioned your horticulture class. Um, for those listening, I mean, obviously, I know what age students you have in that class. But um, for those listening that don't know, what are the, the grades that you do this with? I Well, yeah, horticulture is a, is a class for junior, seniors, and super seniors in Wapaton. Um, I, we don't usually have sophomores and actually it isn't usually a whole lot of juniors either, but um, we use it as a science credit for the most part and that works out pretty sweet. So have you ever done this as like a standalone lesson or you've only done this as like end of the semester final? That's all I've done it as. Okay. Um, so what other, I guess, cause you said like, this is the way to kind of apply it. So just like highlight a few topics that you teach uh, throughout the semester. Like maybe some of your favorites. Well, when you talk about something as simple as photosynthesis and respiration, right? Like in respiration, you see that plants give off carbon dioxide. So one of the myths is that you shouldn't keep plants inside your bedroom because you might die at night because they give off carbon dioxide, you know, so something like that is rooted in, I guess, some sort of, you, yeah, that sure, if they gave off a metric ton of <laughs> CO2 overnight, that could kill you. But, okay, so, you know, it doesn't. Right. So all your myths kind of tie back to content that you've talked about over, over the course of the semester. Um, and like you said, just also is a highlight to what they're going to be doing. I think... When you when your kids have done the research portion, um, what do you remember a myth that they have tested that's come on that list by chance? I mean, I've definitely had kids try um, different sized pots. Um, I think a lot of the research they find on that one is that if you use too big of a pot, it, it's not going to do anything, or it could be harmful because it holds more water. So I've had I've had students try that. Um, and uh, we've had students where is this adding sand to clay soil is another one because we have very clay soil here in the luscious Red River Valley. Um, and so I've had students try and add sand to it to loosen it up and that, it, it does not work at all. I like the application of it though. Like you said, like a lot of the students are, you know, they have it at home already or they can actually like see the connection to it instead of you know, sometimes I feel like agri-science research isn't always, like, applicable to the students' lives, which makes it kind of hard sometimes. Well, it's such an easy, like, easy topics for an agri-science project. I think um, not only is it relevant and they can apply it, but it's kind of cool for you to be like, okay, now that you've researched this, 
you're going to actually study it yourself. And a lot of it is supplies that um, are easy or to, to get or things that you already have around the ag department um, for you, you know, you and your kids uh, to use. So um, super fun there. Um, so the resource you're going to share with us is, like you said, the document that has all the myths, right? Correct. So um, what? Go no, ahead. no here, here, <laughs> this is your show, Nicole. You go right ahead. Watch your mouth. So those of you interested in implementing this um, could be a standalone lesson, could be the end of your semester. Lots of opportunity here. Um, could be a great engagement activity to introduce um, some agri-science fair topics to your kids. That resource you'll be able to find in our um, show notes. Uh, any supplies that you would need, Darren, when you when you do this? Well, it, all of our students have their own laptop, but you need something to be able to research with if you're going to research, right? I don't know how many schools now are one-to-one -one or have access to something like that, but that would be the only hiccup. Are there the any internet. Like are there any basic supplies that you feel like when students do test it out or do their like agri-science research that you feel like are important to have? Uh, for something like this, I mean, you, you definitely want to um, a whole bunch of things to grow plants, right? Pots, soil, um, rocks to add to the bottom of your pots, just in case you test that one. Um, any type of uh, monitoring, like if you can record the amount of sunlight plants get if you have a, a device to do that that would be awesome um one of these involves mayonnaise if i'm looking at this list correctly so mayonnaise okay, what is that one um well it's i think it's, it's like a I, I don't know i don't remember where i found that one but you're supposed to put mayonnaise on leaves to make them shine and i'm not a scientist i'm not intelligent and i'll never claim to be but i'm pretty sure all that's going to do is make it smell like rotten mayonnaise after I a very short amount of time Brianna, I will pay you 20 bucks to convince one of his kids to test that one out this year. You wouldn't take any money. Like they would just do it. Maybe. If I were to say this might stink really bad, six of them would fight over it. Like, <laughs> I want the mayonnaise one. But this, I mean, well, it, but you know, maybe Brianna just wants to do it. This feels like a very like old school, I'm going to cheat at a crop show type myth. And I feel like she knows all of those tricks. So maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's effective. Who how do you know until you test it, Darren? That's maybe. absolutely true. And maybe, okay. maybe for, what about, do we, do we test full fat mayonnaise? I know, mayonnaise I was going to say the types of mayo. The different Is it brands. the fat? Is it the eggs? Is it homemade mayo? Homemade. <laughs> we need an educational immersion blender for that. Oh my gosh. I don't, I, I don't think that'll be approved by Perkins. Oh man, that. Oh, I just great. think it could maybe a great way to to get those plants ready for the state fair and really make them look nice. Shine them right up. Right, yeah. We only bring the best to the state fair. I thought we could have done that one. We, well, let's do that one this spring. We'll do a, a sequel on how to get ready for the state fair. <laughs> I can't wait. Everybody stay tuned. This has just turned into a comedy show featuring Darren Spellhog. Okay, so if you're interested, uh, Darren's got the list of all the crazy myths. Um, that's in our show notes. Um, Darren, if anybody has a question uh, about how to implement this, how can they reach out to you? 
Uh, they can reach me through my personal secretary's email. It is brianna.regal at k12.nd.us. Um, alternatively, if, if you didn't enjoy the podcast and you would like to send hate mail, you could send that one to nfiddledie-doll at nd.gov. Well, I'm sure it will be heard. Darren, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. 102 episodes too late. That's how many you got to get to. You're on 13. But what do you guys do? You, do you, what do you guys sound like on like time and a half speed? You'll have Can to I tell agree? us why well, we've never tested it. We don't listen to them. Well, I won't either then. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to a few of them. Brianna, Brianna will not. I'll ask my mom how they are. I, I only listen to the ones that I'm not on. Like, if I miss that one, then I'll listen to it, but not my own. I listen to a lot of podcasts at two times speed, though, so maybe we'd sound even better at two times speed. That's right. Anyway, well, thanks, Darren, for being here. We appreciate it. Um, as always, like Here by the All podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and if you have a future topic idea or you want to be a guest on the show, uh, reach out to us. Thanks for hanging out.